0: Back to the tape store, everyone. This is Toby
1: and this is Brooke.
0: We were made in the 80s and
1: played in the 90s.
0: And I got to be honest with you, <laughs> it's been so exhausting. Um, getting through a book was so exhausting.
1: Yeah, it was great, but it was a lot of work. So, definitely.
0: Yeah, so we're coming out of Star Wars month and we really, I mean, we really took on something that was pretty huge.
1: Yeah, for yeah, it was definitely we've never done it before.
0: No, and it was great having. Jeff with us.
1: Yes, he really helped us kind of share the load.
0: Yeah, he did. and But it was good to kind of switch gears and just watch a show or, you know.
1: Some, yeah, something that you kind of just enjoy without putting too much brain power into it.
0: Right. We're going back to Bayside this week. Right. Not, not literally, because um, in this particular episode, we decided to... Celebrate essentially the beginning of summer. You know, we're school teachers.
1: Yes, our our school year just ended yesterday.
0: Yeah, and our son, Yosi is Hi. out of school Hi. and is sitting in the room.
1: As is our daughter,
2: Kess.
0: Yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Right. <laughs> what?
2: She wants to talk, but, like, she
0: can't. She can say something. Hi, Kess.
2: Hi, I'm just doing it. I'm just really rolling it. I'm staying too long, <laughs> and now I change my legs and now I be sad, and now I be happy, and now I be angry, and I'd <laughs> be scared, and now I be sad.
1: Okay. Right. A range guys? of emotions. A Taylor I, Swift-like range of emotions. It's called, like,
2: um, feelings and emotions.
0: Okay, let's try this again. Go ahead.
2: The power just went out, so we couldn't um do the record.
0: That's true. Yes. We, we did lose power. And it Right. And it's cut back on. Okay, you can say one more thing, and then we got to get going.
2: It was like three times.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how this is going to work out.
2: It's going to. It. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah. But we're going back to Bayside, right? Not literally, in a sense. In a sense, to celebrate the beginning of summer, which I think we already mentioned, right? Uh, we decided to do "Save by the Bell" Hawaiian style.
1: Hawaiian style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it is. It is a, a funny title. "Save by the Bell" Hawaiian style. Uh. Where the gang goes to Hawaii right on a summer vacation, I think it happens as far as the original cast timeline, and what I mean by original cast, I mean Zach Slater, Lisa, Kelly, Jesse Screech.
1: yeah, the original six
0: right um, I'm thinking this is between their junior and senior years, yeah, because, because they th- would
1: have they would have talked about senior year, you know what I mean what well, they mentioned
0: okay. senior year, actually, I think they mentioned going well they're for one, they're older.
1: Yeah, this is this is when the cast is all older.
0: They're all older, right? So they can't we're be. We're nearing the
1: end of the tenure here, but they
0: do talk about that. There's a mention of going back to school, which we're going to get to.
1: Okay, so yeah, yeah. so it's definitely got to be between junior senior year.
0: Yeah, so this is going to be a two part series.
1: Which that's the grade level I teach, so that's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, the grade level I taught was juniors this year, yeah. so this would be their vacation. Yeah, <laughs> so th-
0: this will be a two part series. This was actually originally released as a two hour movie. Right. On NBC. Two-hour movies, as in two hours with commercials mixed in. Right, of course. it was on NBC.
1: A a single sitting.
0: So for a standard 30-minute sitcom, you know, 30 minutes Saved by the Bell episode, it's four episodes. Right. Because they would put the Hawaiian style in syndication with the other episodes. Right. And it would be four parts. Yes. So we're doing part one and two, or the first half of the movie- this week, and then we're going to move. We're going to move into. Then we're going to come. <laughs> then we're going to conclude the last two parts or the second half of the movie. Right. Next, week, next and, week. I hope that makes sense.
1: Right. And if you're if you're wanting to watch these, you can watch them. They're on Amazon Prime. But if you're looking for them, you, you can search Saved by the Bell Hawaiian Style, and you'll find something, but it'll say it's not available. So what you need to do is go to Season 7 of right. Saved by the Bell, and that is the Hawaiian Style okay, episodes. Okay, Season 7. So for those of you who are wanting to watch along, go to Amazon Prime, Saved by the Bell Season 7, and that's the Hawaiian Style episodes.
0: Yeah. What? <laughs> good yeah you did watch a few minutes of it with us uh okay so th- these were actually originally aired or this movie was originally aired on november 27th interesting yeah 1992 so in the dead middle of fall right <laughs> Yeah, you know, going into winter which is interesting that's that that's a, when it came that's out. a choice <laughs> yeah it stars the original cast uh also dennis haskins mr belding uh Rena Sopher, Dan Gauthier, or Gauthier, I I, I I don't, I'm sorry if I'm saying his name wrong, but we've talked about Dan Gauthier before. Oh, yes. I'm thinking it's Gauthier, but yeah. it, it could be Gauthier. I just don't know. Either way, we've talked about this guy before because he was in Son-in-Law. And he was great. He was great. He played Travis. It also stars Dean Jones, who is a Disney legend. He was in like the Herbie movies. Gotcha. Okay. That Darn Cat. He's considered, the older Disney stuff. Yeah, but he's considered a Disney legend. So, right. Yeah, and also stars Victor Brandt. It was directed by Don Barnhart, who directed a lot of Save by the Bell right. episodes. Um, and as we already mentioned, this origi- is originally aired as a TV movie. It opens not with the usual save by the Bell music. The oh, Save no. by, by the Bell jingle. It actually opens with Summertime. Which is a song by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the the Fresh Prince.
1: Which makes it very dear to my heart.
0: Right. It takes place during a summer holiday. We're thinking most likely, and I'm almost 100% sure it's between their junior and senior years. When the gang is invited by Kelly's grandfather, Harry, that's Dean Jones' role, to Hawaii to stay at his hotel. And when we open, we jump right in the opening credits again. Saved by the Bell, Hawaiian style, scenes of Hawaii with summertime playing. And the gang lands in Hawaii. As they walk through the airport, they celebrate being on a two-week vacation, as Lisa calls it, fun in the sun. Right. After nine months of school, of course, Zach's like this is well-deserved. And also, Zach's happy to say, no Belding.
1: Right. Yes, they all make a point to kind of, you know, (laughs) notice that, yay, we're away from the ever-watchful eye of Mr. Belding.
0: Yeah, foreshadowing.
1: Right, exactly.
0: At the start of this episode, I made a bet that we wouldn't make thirty seconds. We wouldn't make it thirty seconds in <laughs> before Zach or Slater pointed out something about babes, women, or girls. I'm impressed because they did it in fifty seconds. <laughs> Zach talks about, "quote Hey, look at all these incredible women." Unquote. Right. <laughs> Slater responds, "Yeah." <laughs> Much to the end, in- that's all he says. He just goes, "Yeah." Much, astute observation. Yeah, much to the annoyance of Jesse, which starts a mini fight between the two. I'm, you know, because they're dating. Right. I, I guess. Ye- I mean, I'm yeah. Tra-
1: I'm trying to think of where this leaves off in the actual season. But yeah, I think it's it's during that time when they're together. Yeah, they're dating. They're yeah. She's calling her mama. Yes, which I love. It's yeah. so cute. It's so Slater.
0: In response, Lisa and Kelly implore the two to try not to fight. For the entirety of the trip, they're like you know, because Slater and Jesse's thing is that they, 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 they kind of bicker. Yes, I mean it's it's, they, it's
1: like you know I think I think you know they're both it's because they're both incredibly strong willed. Yeah, and they both feel everything really hard. Right. So, and the, and the, it but, makes but they're sense. crazy about each other. Of so, course. So they fight.
0: Uh, but as I said, Lisa and Kelly are like, guys, can y'all just try to not fight? Let's just try not fighting for this trip. It's a vacation,
1: right? And 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 try they do.
0: They do. Zach, after this, spots a girl. He spots a young lady. They meet eyes across from the airport. Oh, yeah. And there's a clear mutual attraction. Like Zach sees her. She sees him. He smiles. She smiles. Here we go. And is at an
1: airport? How much more romantic can it get? Of course,
0: she goes back to her business. Zach immediately... Makes appro- her his business. <laughs> approaches her. Yeah, he approaches her. <laughs> her name is Andrea Larson, and she's played by Rena Sofer, a daytime Emmy Award-winning actress. Uh, Zach moves in to help her carry her luggage. We get back to the gang where Lisa is still kind of ribbing Slater and Jesse about how they fight, and she yeah. says, "I bet you twenty five dollars you guys are going to be fighting again before the end of the trip." They accept the challenge, right. and Jesse says, "You know what? How about fifty bucks each? A hundred dollars."
1: Oh yeah, sweet the deal.
0: Yeah. So so there we have us. So we have our second subplot. Main plot is. Gangs in Hawaii. We're
1: in Hawaii and and let things ensue.
0: Right. First subplot is Zach and this young lady, Andrea. Subplot number two is Slater and Jesse and their wager with Lisa to not fight. We get back to Zach and Andrea. They get to the curbside pickup where a limo shows up and out comes Derek. Oh, yeah. Andrea's rich, jerk of a boyfriend that she's clearly not into... Even At all the slightest like, little bit
1: in in like three seconds. You're like, neat. You're you're not into this guy.
0: And he's played by actor Blake Boyd. Right. So he comes and he's like, hey, you know, whisks her away. And Andrea bids Zach aloha and she gets in the car. But before she does, she turns and gives Zach the look, the classic second look.
1: Oh, yeah. So he's like, great. I've got a chance. OK, yeah. Not that Zach even needs the inkling of a chance. No, he doesn't. But he'll just go after but, it. But
0: but she turns and looks at him. You know, so he clearly made an impression on her. Zach watches Andrea get whisked away in the limo when a bombshell moment happens. There was a few bombshells, yeah, in just this first half. Well, I know there's a couple, but I think we we watched it past the first half and Brooke had to go. Yeah. Uh, take care of some stuff. Had to run some errands, adult stuff. So <laughs> grown-up things. Yeah, as much as we loathe them. But, what?
2: <laughs> we love grown up things, but we don't actually. You're
1: right, exactly. You nailed it.
2: That's
0: why we do a, a podcast about when we were kids. Yeah, <laughs> great. Y'all do a
2: podcast when y'all are kids.
1: No, but you're right. We didn't do a podcast when we were kids. But we grew up and then did a podcast.
2: I thought y'all were just playing with like podcasts, like pretend.
1: I mean, ultimately, we are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yossi. Okay, so, but as I was saying, so a few bombshells. This is our first one. And there's a familiar voice in the air. It's Belding. (laughs) The bopper himself. But he's not alone. Yeah. The bopper himself, Mr. Belding, in Hawaii, leading the California Association of Principals tour group, which is actually a real group. We looked this up. I looked up up California Association of Principals because he's holding a sign. So he's leading this tour group of, you know, principals who are getting away to Hawaii. And it's not called the California Association of Principals. It's actually called... The Association of California School Administrators, right? And it was founded in nineteen seventy
1: one. So, so they did a little switcheroo with the names. Unless it
0: was called that back in the early nineties, we don't know. True. But, but this is a real group. But Mister Belding is leading these principals on a tour to Hawaii. The group is dismayed. They're like, "Oh man,
1: we and can't, we can't get it to our shenanigans."
0: But it only takes a few seconds for Belding to look over and notices the kids, and he is also dismayed. And and in a surprising move, this is where it's like, okay. He walks over to them and says, quote, what are you doing in Hawaii? Like, like, (laughs) like, like they're breaking some school rule. Right.
1: And like he had called just the the state of Hawaii and reserved it for himself. Right.
0: Kelly explains her grandfather owns a hotel in Hawaii. He's owned it for the past 30 years and they are there for vacation. Right. And they're going to stay there. Belding suggests that they keep their distance while on their respective trips and they bid each other farewell. He's like, look, I'm doing this. You're doing that. You're doing that. I don't want to see you guys until like August or something. So right. that's Wait. what makes me think it's it, it's there between the junior and senior years. Because they. Yes. he's like, I don't want to no, see you guys. So call. he's talking about seeing them again in school. A car pulls up. An old, dated, classic car. Something you would probably see in a car show, but it's oh, an yeah. older car. And at the top is this little sign that says, the Hawaiian hideaway. It's an old, older car, like I said. The gang is not impressed. It's not a limo. <laughs> and Kelly reminds them, guys, I told you this place was quaint, not fancy. And my thing is, like, you guys need to chill. You're getting free room and board. Literally. At Hawaii for two weeks. Like, like just, there's no need to Yeah, money. just ride the wave. Just it's, enjoy this. Just, just enjoy it. Yossi's raising his hand. Yeah.
2: I was saying, when I do this, It helps me here.
0: Great. Good. Okay. So just sit tight. (laughs) All right. So the gang is getting in the car, prepared to take them to the Hawaiian hideaway. But before that happens, another subplot gets sparked. Yes. Two men, (laughs) kind of from a distance, we see these two men, and they're clearly indigenous to the region. Right. They take notice of Screech from afar. They're eyeing Screech. Who's got his video camera looking like only Screech can look. Exactly. Just goofy. But they look at him in amazement as if... Yeah, they're
1: like in awe of him. Right. Which is not very on brand for Screech Powers. And (laughs) one
0: of them says, quote, he has returned.
1: Which, that's a lot.
0: Right. And I can't wait. And and I remember this.
1: Yeah, watching Toby re-remember this. Right. He was like, oh, no. And I was like, what? Because I don't yeah. remember it. This is
0: important because there are some things that I just didn't remember at this episode. Right. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I was like, Brooke, pause it, pause it, pause it. I said, <laughs> I remember this now. Um, but I couldn't wait to get into this part of the narrative. Oh, yeah. This part of the story. So, anyway, these guys have taken an interest in Screech. The car arrives to the hideaway. It's a, a rustic-looking... Um, It's definitely an older hotel Yeah it, It's not like you know
1: It's like a, a step above a bed and breakfast Right Like it's not quite a hotel but it's, it's intimate
0: Yeah form. definitely
1: Which I mean to me I was like okay I like this better Right But you know
0: Yeah and, and, and that plays a role in the main plot Yes it does and out comes Harry Bannister. This is Dean Jones, who is, is precious, oh, and he,
1: I want him to be my grandpa. He
0: is one of the best parts, if not the best part of this. Yes. Uh, uh, of this is is seeing Dean Jones. They, they do a good job at different parts of of Say by the Bell. Certain episodes, like Ruth Buzzy yeah, as oh, Screech's yeah. mom. So here we have Dean Jones playing Harry Bannister, Kelly's granddad. He comes out playing a, luka, a ukulele.
1: And singing, S- and he's little, so sweet. Yeah,
0: sings a little jingle. About I
1: want that to happen to me when I go to a place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he embraces Kelly and welcomes the gang. Kelly says, where are the other guests? You know? And he responds, what guests? And that's the first kind of inkling that yeah, something's, something's off. wrong. We find out. At dinner, uh, we find the hideaway is actually in, in financial trouble. All because of this place called the Royal Pacific Hotel. Which is one of those large, corporate, right. fancy hotels, which is trying to expand and is using underhanded business tactics to drive the hideaway out of business right, and force Harry, Kelly's granddad, to sell his land to them. They want the area that the hideaway yes. is on. This is important for more reasons than just the hideaway that we're going to get you know, as, right. as the story unravels, but this whole idea of what the Royal Pacific Hotel is trying to do, with the land and stuff, it's it's more than just about Harry and his little you know, quaint little hotel. There there's bigger bigger things involved. Right. And the thing about it is with Harry, he seems totally unbothered by it. He's like, guys don't don't worry about me. I, I just my thing is if I have to go out of business, I'll go out of business. I just want to give you kids a great time. So he's just He's so just sweet
1: the quintessential sweet grandpa.
0: But the kids are troubled. You know Kelly This is her granddad And you know Kelly's She's she's got always such been a... Like the big heart Of the group She is It, it doesn't matter And this is her granddad yeah. You remember Kelly There's an episode Where she gives up Going to prom with Zach Because her dad Loses her job So yep. Kelly is incredibly
1: She's a, she's like an empath She really is Yeah She really cares about people Yeah
0: She's very empathetic But the group is bothered as well We get, And then we get this Great montage of the gang Playing on the beach To this another
1: Lots uh, of great 90's music
0: Yeah Right, and all the the bright colors and the 90s Yeah, Toby kept saying,
1: I really just want this soundtrack, (laughs) the soundtrack to this particular movie, and I cannot disagree.
0: So they're they're having a good time. I think we get maybe a day or two in that montage. I'm thinking maybe a days went by, a couple days, I don't know, because I know that we go to what is definitely probably the next morning after the big fun montage. Screech is out filming with his video camera. And after spending a few moments bugging Lisa, who is sunbathing, he is spotted by a group of men who appear to also be indigenous to the region, yes. much like the two at the airport who right. saw him and took an interest in him. And one of them says, Quote, It is him. <laughs> so I'm like, What is who is he? Right. Screech is then literally kidnapped. <laughs> I mean and they, Lisa. And Lisa, because she stands up in protest, she goes, Hey, She says, hey, put that dork down or something. Put that geek down or something. It just goes to show you that as much as Lisa is annoyed and at least acts like she can't stand Screech, I mean, I think there's a...
1: She does care about him, She cares about him. She just doesn't want to date him. Right. She doesn't doesn't want, uh, you know, harm to befall him. But
0: she ends up getting taken off when she protests. Right. Back at the hideaway, this is how we know it's morning, Harry introduces Kelly to the dashing lawyer... Brian Hansen. Oh, dear. Who is there for a breakfast meeting with Harry? He is Harry's lawyer right. who's who's been helping and advising him pro bono uh, through this whole thing with the Royal Pacific Hotel. Right. This is Dan Gauthier or Gauthier.
1: Yeah. What Travis, goes by?
0: Travis from Son in Law. And he is great in these roles. He really is. And okay, so this is where, again, I had forgotten parts of this particular episode or movie. Yeah. Because I remember thinking, because there's an immediate attraction between him and Kelly. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, th- this guy, he helps them. And Brooke goes, there's something about him. I was
1: like, nope, pass. This guy's no good. to was like, oh, well, come on. I think he's
0: nice. No, I think he's nice. I think he's good. The thing about it is, it just goes to show you that he has a great presentation. The, yeah. the way he plays the character, he, the as, actor. As
1: I say, he auditions well, but then it gets in there. Which I want to say, know.
0: and again, not that Dan Gauthier or Gauthier would ever listen to my podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. our podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, but... If I'm saying your name wrong, I'm so sorry. But I do want to say that he is currently in California, mm-hmm. running an acting studio with his wife that he met on the set of the movie Teen Witch, which yes. he was in. You know, they're acting very coach, cool acting which coaches. I think is great. Yeah, it's he's cool. a good one. Yeah, I think he's yeah, he's great, and he does good in this role because he's really good at being this warm, like hey, I'm here to help. Because I thought, you know, he and I don't, want, to I don't want I don't want to spoil alert, but you know.
1: Where we're it's okay because we're gonna spoil it and right. Minute, so. <laughs> but but
0: I just yeah. So obviously it's clear. I
1: had my druthers.
0: Right. But there is a mutual attraction between him and Kelly. Brian, the dashing lawyer, informs Kelly that while the Royal Pacific's tactics are dirty, they are legal.
1: Right. They're you're getting off on a technical.
0: One of the things they're doing is when Harry tries to hire staff, which is what. Helps a hotel work and, and function with guests. Uh, the Royal Pacific comes in and undercuts the staff and basically says, Hey, we'll pay you more to work for us. Yeah, or it's they'll not try good. to find some way to discourage them from working for the hideaway. I- again, while this is dirty, it's legal. Yeah. It, again, you have this uh, corporate company with all its resources versus, versus a local, you know, from the ground up little business. Mom and
1: pop kind of. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, Zach busts in on this breakfast meeting and says, "Guys, I got an idea, and let me tell you, <laughs> it's one of Zach's best ideas. It ever. is, and you and can explain why because we talked about this. We call it the role of Zach Morse's magic. Yes, it has a rule. Zach Morse does have a magic.
1: Right, he does. He's he, look. Zach placed in the right role and in the right situation is absolutely. You know, he can't. He can't go wrong." The problem with Zach is when he has a scheme and it is for his own gain, it's going to go badly and hurt other people in the process. Yeah. But when Zach gets a fit of empathy and genuinely, I was like, Toby, he doesn't have anything to profit by this. He's not trying to mack on Kelly in this episode. right? He, I mean, they're already in Hawaii. There's like, not an yeah. issue.
0: It's like the Christmas episode.
1: Yes. He's genuinely like, hey, I want to help Kelly's granddad. We all want to help Kelly's granddad, and he has this amazing plan that is selfless, and that is—it's kind of like you know—it's a rare thing, but man, it works.
0: Yes, and the plan is, Ish. <laughs> yeah. Well, the plan is to have the gang work as the staff for the hideaway. Right. Harry has been unable to keep a staff, as we know, but Zach and the gang are going to work, and because they love Kelly and they love Harry, they're yeah. gonna, they're they're gonna, they're not, they're not going to be bought, right, or undercut. So they want to get the hideaway up and running in order to take guests to help Harry avoid being foreclosed right. and having to sell. And, all and again, things.
1: this plan is revealed at the meeting in front of the lawyer, in front of Oh know, yeah, this is,
0: this is in front of dashing lawyer Brian Hansen.
1: Right. Or handsome, as Kelly accidentally at, yeah. calls him. Right. And he's not bothered by it. In fact, he welcomes it.
0: No, he does. And Harry protests. He's like, guys, you can't, I can't, I'm not going to have you do this on your vacation, but the gang insists. Mm-hmm. But here's the next problem. The hideaway, now that they have a staff, which is our favorite... California 90s high school students. Right. They need guests.
1: Right. And there are zero.
0: And there are zero. But Zach has that cover too. <laughs> because as he says, he knows a certain principal who has a large tour group.
1: Oh my gracious.
0: But we get back to Screech and Lisa, who are seemingly in serious peril. They've been kidnapped off the beach. So they're taken into the woods, into a clearing. And they're joined by other people. So we had the men that kidnapped them, and they kind of surround Screech and Lisa. And then other people show up, and they're all, again, indigenous.
1: Yes, indigenous to Hawaii. Yeah.
0: So what is going on? Right. And they all are focused on Screech. (laughs) This is when one of the men, who appears to be kind of the leader, the spokesperson of the group, introduces himself as Keanu. And he's played by actor Donald Lee, who I remember from Big Trouble in Little China. Gotcha. So I've seen him in, in a few things. And he welcomes Screech back to his people. He goes, welcome back to your people. Oh, my gracious. They hail Screech and his presence and his just being among them. They they kneel before him. Right. And they see him as a promised return. Screech being there is a promised return prophesied by his ancestor. And they they refer to a statue. <laughs> Of basically this guy, dressed in like, like like an islander. Yeah, yeah. And his name is Monaleo, right. but he th- this the statue has Screech's head. Basically, it is Screech with a mustache. Right? Did he have a mustache?
1: I'm pretty sure it was like a 70s Screech.
0: I don't. But but he had <laughs> the, the hair, the, making the face, and yes!
1: everything. Yes. No. It's obviously Screech.
0: Monaleo was the most powerful and wise chief of the Pakku tribe. Which is who they are. Yeah, this is the story. Monoleo had left the island, and he, again, he's a doppelganger of Screech. Oh, yeah. And I'm assuming at the, at this point they either think Screech is related to this guy, or he actually is. Yes.
1: yes. Because
0: Monoleo left. He said six generations ago he left in search of <laughs> snow.
1: <laughs> right, and and even in that moment, I'm kind of I was like, that's on brand for Screech. Yeah. Screech would be in Hawaii and go look for snow. Right. Like so, so it's it's almost like okay, maybe there's some legitimacy to this. So he left for
0: the mainland. Right. I'm assuming that in the show this is he is related to Monoleo because they're I'm pretty sure I'm not mistaken the rest of the movie there's never like a oh wait, you're not related to us. Right. I think Screech is a descendant of this this chief of the Pukuku tribe. Yeah. Monoleo's prophecy predicted that one of his descendants would return in their time of greatest need and greatest danger. Right. And that time is now. This is according to Keanu. Their sacred tribal land is about to be desecrated, bulldozed, and built on by, you guessed it, Yep, the Royal Pacific Hotel.
1: Right. And this is genuinely a concern. It's something that keeps happening, honestly, and yeah. even present day, you know. Well, the, Ancient yeah, is, sacred lands, you know, being oh, yeah. desecrated for commercial purposes. So this was actually I, yeah. I I I didn't remember this. This was actually kind of I was like, oh wow. Yeah, like, I mean, this is a this si- is actually a really genuine issue.
0: Oh, it's a genuine issue. Yeah. Obviously, I, albeit presented in a silly way a, through *Singing the Bell* of with Screech, and definitely not politically correct. Brooke was like, oh, they, this could not be done. Oh today. no! I, like I, the I,
1: whole time I was like, oh my god. But, but on a
0: serious note, this, yes, this is an issue. It is. Absolutely. So
1: I did think it was cool that they addressed yeah. the 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 idea of you know commercial things trying to take over you know just, obviously not just, caring at all or, about the sacred implications. Yeah, or
0: just the government in general, yeah. just the the American government in general. Yes. Ugh. Over the years, having very little regard for indigenous what lands. is important to di- indigenous and First Nations. Absolutely. It's so so there terrible. is yeah so there is that. That is what it's referencing in in this situation with the Pukuku tribe. Lisa is shocked. Right. That Screech, who she thinks is an idiot. Of course. Is being honored by a group of people.
1: <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> For anything at all. She's
0: like, I can't believe this is happening. I mean, yeah. they, they kneel before him. He, they see him as their chief. You are here. He goes, now that you're here, we know you're going to save yeah, our land. And family. they're like, we're, now we're at peace. Yeah, we have hope. <laughs>
1: They obviously don't know and who I, Screech is. I really
0: do love Donald Lee. I love yes. uh Keanu in this, but uh back at the hideaway, breakfast is interrupted by the Pukuku tribe carrying Screech on a throne.
1: And they have a really neat little chant that they've come up with yeah. for Screech. I can't right. remember it, but And it's Lisa great.
0: is is walking alongside just still in utter disbelief, tr- right. and still trying to to like undo this and make this stop happening because <laughs> it doesn't make sense to her. Right. The gang watches with Brian commenting on how the Pukuku tribe are called some kind of uh, term, but the the translation is I think it's like a a Hawaiian term, yeah. But the translation is the idiot fringe, and they And gr- I don't know
1: if that well, I don't know if that's his name for them or what.
0: No, but that's what people call them because yeah. they're they're not taken seriously, right, on the island.
1: Which you know what that it it, it fits it makes sense because they're saying oh screeches are savior. And if I'm going by literary tropes, right, they're gonna be right, right, because it's it's a it's a it's a common thing for you know the fool to you know the fool quote unquote to give the deepest wisdom in a story. Yeah, again, so, yeah,
0: not to spoil, but
1: no, but it, I'm, it, I'm just talking purely no, I, foreshadowing.
0: I, I, no, it's true because the Bakuku tribe, it they're really the heart of the story.
1: Exactly, exactly, they really are. I mean, I'm I'm thinking the, the reason why I'm saying I'm not I'm not trying to spoil because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the last two episodes, but if we're looking at classic literature, it's the fool or the person not taken seriously that ends up delving out the best wisdom of the entire piece. And ends up
0: being the most important part of the story or the part of the story that probably carries the most, uh, I would say, moral weight.
1: Yes. So that's so, strictly speaking, I'm like, okay, then yes, they're legit. Somehow they're going to be legit.
0: Well, because the Royal Pacific Hotel is after land. Right. The first target that we're... That, that we're presented with is Harry's Hotel. Yes. The second target is a group of people mm-hmm. who have a land that's dear to them. Yeah. And they've been there longer. Right. And it... They so, have
1: nothing to gain other than their own honor and respect for right, the
0: land. And that's more important than even a hotel. Absolutely. So, so that that's w- what... And, and Brooke and I always like to do this, and I, I don't want to risk getting off off of the story, but it's always interesting when you, when you watch a story or you go through a story... And you think it's about either this person or a few people. And as you watch it, you realize, oh, wait, no, this was about something m- much deeper. Yeah, much bigger. And maybe about someone or something that you didn't think it was quite about. Right. So, you know, kind of like the Karate Kid. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks about Karate Kid being Daniel's story. It's just as much Mr. Miyagi's story, Absolutely. actually. Absolutely. And, you know, it's kind of like that joke when we saw is the, the the show Community. Yeah. <laughs> when the guy says, "Who do you think the Karate Kid is?" You think it's Daniel. He goes, "The Karate Kid is Mr. It's Miyagi." Miyagi, yeah. I, I think that's an interesting take on the story, though. Yeah, I think it's an incredibly interesting take.
1: Yes, it makes it makes the story deeper for sure. And
0: then you talk about Cobra Kai, and it's like, well, who, whose story is Cobra Kai? I'm like, well, you know, John. Some people think it's Johnny's story. Some yeah. people think it's Daniel's story. I'm kind of a Johnny. I know. It's a, it's I'm a Johnny team story. Johnny. I'm so sorry. I, well, I, I, you know. Anyway, so <laughs> w- but 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 this this is absolutely true with Say by the Bell Hawaiian style. Like you're realizing. Oh wait! This pukuku thing is there's
1: something to this.
0: Is the key to this? Yeah,
1: thing. absolutely.
0: So Belding, let's see, let's get back to Belding and his principal's tour. They're at the Royal Pacific Hotel because right. this seems like I guess this is the place you want to be. Yeah, yeah. It, with its amenities, with its you know, it's it's up to date because this is the '90s. This is when you know we talked about this with the one, yeah. Because by this point, you've seen the Hawaiian Hideaway. You've seen the inside of it. And this is a place like I think nowadays, where everything retro and rustic and, yeah, and dated that's is
1: kind of what's cool right now.
0: Because it's interesting; it, it always goes style, and those things mm-hmm. always goes back to a time when when things were essentially kind of timeless. Yeah, you know, simpler and simpler. And the '90s, though, was all about cutting edge and and and. The newest of the new and, yeah. you know, bright colors and, and this, that, and the it, other.
1: Yeah, quintessential brand new
0: 90s. Right. And that is why, and that's what the Royal Pacific Hotel is. Yeah. Whereas I think nowadays a bnb and b like the Hawaiian Highway would be like tough to get into. Yeah. And that would be For a, sure. in high demand. For sure. But, so anyway, Belding and his principal's tour are at the Royal Pacific. Zach and the gang arrive to sabotage. Right. As you know. <laughs>
1: A word we well, taught our son today.
0: Right. He said, What is that? Sa- <laughs> I said, they're, they're going to sabotage it. she's <laughs> like, what does sabotage mean? It's like, it means to make it go wrong.
1: <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. So, well, they got to <laughs>
0: sabotage the principals association, the tour group, the right. experience, so they can get them out of the Royal Pacific and into the hideaway. Slater and Jesse disguise themselves as room service and provide terrible service to the, <laughs> the principals that are staying there. Yeah. Kelly and Lisa create a false alarm about sharks in the waters as a as a group of them are swimming on the beach. Which is really
1: irresponsible. They yeah, like, yeah, definitely that, that, should have done it. No, but you know what? Just, yeah. It's a big teenager move, so it's fine.
0: Screech and Zach, dressed as Wayne and Garth, are similar to Wayne yes, and Garth.
1: It, yeah, they were, it was a very obvious homage to oh, yeah, well, this Wayne's is, world, which I absolutely appreciated. Yeah.
0: Well, they make guests in the rooms think that the hotel is infested yeah. with bugs and rodents. While on their mission, though, Zach runs into Andrea. Ooh. And a- Zach's like, oh, this is fate. Andrea works at the Royal Pacific. And she has a couple of connections to the Royal Pacific, she actually. Does. We're going to find out. She doesn't just work there, but she that's one of the things that she does. Zach still wants to go out, but Andrea is still hesitant. Yeah. At any rate... But Zach, she's
1: not playing hard to get. She's genuinely... No. There's genuinely something holding her back.
0: There's an... In, but they, but she's also not pulling punches on the fact that she is interested in Zack. Right. But Zack's on a mission. He still has... The, the final piece of the plan has to fall into place. Yeah, he
1: doesn't lose focus, which no, is good.
0: You're right. The gang decides to approach Belding while he's having breakfast. <laughs> And just happens to be there when all of the disgruntled principals arrive to complain about the service. So the gang shows up because they need to be there when the principals show up to complain right. about how terrible the and world Zach
1: is. And Zach is like, yeah, yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's, exactly. he's like riling up the crowd. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh,
0: again, this is <laughs> what they're doing is bad. But no, but, it's terrible. But it is for something good. Right. And it is for something. It's a
1: means to an end.
0: <laughs> but but what I'm saying is Zach is doing this for someone other than Zach, which is why it's going so well. Right. <laughs> this is when Derek Worthington comes up. This is Derek. We've already met Derek. This is Andrea's boyfriend. Yes. Yes. He's the son of the owner of the Royal Pacific Hotel. There it is. There it is. And again, he's Andrea's beau. <laughs> Thank you. Even, he, <laughs> even Derek, with all of his...
1: Mr. Handsome.
0: I mean, yeah, I guess. And, and you know, he's dressed with like the, he's got a navy blazer with like a navy striped shirt. I mean, he's dressed like a sailor. Yeah, you know, he, he's dressed he, like...
1: he fits the part for sure. Right.
0: Even he's unable to quell the angry principals. And he's like, all right, you know. And, and Andrew's like, hey, if we're going to have breakfast, we got to go. So Derek he's is like, like yeah, forget it. Forget it. Whatever. If you guys are going to go, you're going to go. The principals demand to be moved to another hotel. So the plan has worked. Of course, Zach has just the place. Belding is desperate. And agrees to move the group to the hideaway.
1: I really love that Belding actually takes the advice of this troublesome teenager that he literally never doesn't uh, okay. have problems with.
0: Now you're you're getting into something that's very important to me, and that's Zach and. Uh, no, no,
1: no. I know, but what what's funny to me? It's just funny to me because like I'm imagining like my students who I adore,
2: right.
1: but I'd be like, let me just take with a grain of salt. <laughs>
2: You're well,
0: for one thing, I, here's the one thing about <laughs> it. Mr. Belding is an incredibly competent individual. Actually no, he, he, he's a good principal. I mean,
1: he's easy to trick, but yeah.
0: But he does have his insecurities. Right, he's really insecure. Yeah, but at the same time, Mr. Belding is involved in some of my most favorite moments of the show. No, for sure. When his bum of a brother shows up, you really realize, like, wait a minute. Actually, Mr. Belding's got it together.
1: Yeah, he does. You
0: know, and, and even Zach, that whole thing, we'll have to go over that yeah, episode. Yeah, that's a great episode. But, but you get it. it. It all comes together when the kids graduate. True. And Zach gets his diploma and he almost doesn't graduate. And, and again, I, very on brand. We can cover this more in depth, but Zach almost doesn't graduate. Yeah. And Mr. Belding is there and he, and I cried when I saw this as Aww. a kid. And he hands him his diploma and he says, you have something special inside of you, son. He said, I just hope I'm around to see it. And they hug. And let me tell you something. It's not like a light hug. No. They hug hard. Sweet. And you realize, oh, God. He's Mr. been for him the whole time. Mr. Belding yeah. loves these kids. He, he does. But, and and I think he, he loves Zach. But the thing about it is, another thing, which is why I love this show, because it really does connect. Mr. Belding is Big Bopper. Yeah, he, he sees himself in Zach. He was the Zach Morris of Bayside yeah. when he was young. So I think he also sees himself in Zach, and that's why I think he listens to Zach. It's true. It, it's y- true. You brought up a great point, though.
1: No, but uh, I mean, from to the untrained eye, you're like, why are you trusting these teenagers yeah. that are always at the center of issues yeah. <laughs> at Bayside? But at the same time, they uh, they also, when they create issues, they also fix them.
0: It's true. So
1: you know, hey, and, I far be it from me and, to and, hate on these guys. I love them. And Mr. Belding, I think, I'm just ha- pointing out the obvious. Yeah,
0: and Mr. Belding has poured into these kids for years. So Absolutely. I think, he, so I think he's like he. It's like as much as they he acts like they get on his nerves. I think he's like he knows these kids yeah. are great. These are fantastic ooh, kids. It's
1: hard to talk about. We yeah. Ooh, th- our last day of school was yesterday, yeah. and I cried the entire day thinking yeah. about missing my students. So. We need to move on from this topic because yeah. I'm going to start well, crying. Well,
0: <laughs> Belding is shocked when they get to the hideaway when he finds that, you know, he sees Zach and the gang carrying the bags. He's like, Wait, what are y'all doing? Yeah. He's like, oh, you're looking at the staff. And he's like, oh, my God. Are you serious?
1: <laughs> Again, back to my point.
0: <laughs> so, at, at any rate, they're there.
1: Yeah. This is this is what's happening.
0: And the gang is running the activities. And it's going so-so.
1: It, it starts out with a lot of promise.
0: Well, well, Kelly and Lisa successfully teach a hula class. That that the ish, but but they enjoy it. Is that they're clapping and they enjoy that.
1: I think it's the it's actually the only event where everyone is still smiling by the end.
0: Yeah, because Zach and Screech go on like a a a fishing like trip to like like a nature. They weren't going to fish. No, they were going to view the fish in the in the ocean. In they,
1: the shallow, you know, like where you can see the fish. Well, they,
0: well they that's did, not what happened. At one point, it cuts to them, and it looks like they're just like it's like a scene from Jaws. Yeah, it looks like they're like fifty miles out.
1: I know, like had to stop. it? <laughs> ain't you watching it? Like yeah. it's like where's Quint? Because right. you guys are way too far out there, man.
0: Well, Screech gets seasick, of course, and they run out of gas miles from shore. Of course, the principals there are like miserable Which, this to me,
1: boat. I thought was funny that Screech got uh, seasick and they didn't use any sound effects. He's just leaning over the boat. Like, you could just yeah. assume that he's like, oh, I've dropped something.
0: Screech, totally useless. But, like... <laughs> in, in this situation. Right, totally. yes. But they're saved by Andrea who pulls up on a boat and she tows them back in. Zach takes the opportunity to ask Andrea out again and she agrees to a lunch date.
1: Right. The safest of the dates.
0: Um. But all in all... The first day of activities goes, I would just say, so-so. Slater take, right. takes a group out to, like, fish with a net, and he accidentally throws the net on Mr. Belding, oh. and so, I mean, that, I guess that went all right, I guess. It, I don't it went. It went. But they do have an authentic Hawaiian feast planned. The, yeah. The problem, uh, the one person we haven't mentioned yet.
1: Jesse Spano.
0: Jesse Spano. What is she doing? Oh, she's cooking.
1: Making a feast
0: why they had Jesse do this. The first course actually goes great. It was a salad.
1: Right. That's not hard. To, that's that's easy.
0: But what Jesse ha- had to do for the main course, get this, here's what she had to do. She had to get a pre-cooked ham and heat it for one hour. She puts the pre-cooked ham in the oven for seven hours.
1: I don't see how you misread the number one.
0: I remember even thinking when she, when she put the <laughs> ham in, I said, it looks cooked already. Yeah. But, you know, nobody's listening to me. <laughs> of course, it's 30 years later.
1: Right. Still uh, still angry about it.
0: So all seems lost. And, and they're, they're out there. And maybe Mr. Belding comes in. Hey, guys, keep the food coming. You know, they're, they're hungry, you know. and Well, here comes the Pukuku tribe. Yep. They've arrived. And in honor of Screech and his friends, they have brought a massive pot of Pukuku stew Aww. for everyone. Secret me- recipe. Oh, and it's a hit. Yeah, it's amazing. The Pacuco tribe save the first And everyone's day. like,
1: oh, my God, this is great. Right. Thank the Lord.
0: So it is going well. I would say all it's, in yeah, all. Yeah, it, it has B, its B- B- speed minus.
1: bumps, but it's
0: but resolved. It, they're there. Brian arrives to check on everyone and to offer to take Kelly out on his boat the next day. little boat date.
1: Yeah, and we need to address something about Brian.
0: Yeah, Kelly okay.
1: is a likely a a seventeen year old student.
0: Yeah, I, I would because say because if they're
1: juniors, she's sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, this lawyer guy is at at least ten years older than. Her. Well,
0: he's got to be at least out of college because right. he would have had to have went to college and taken the bar, right? And all that. So <laughs> it's
1: a it's it's a little cringy. We'll just say that. Because I'm like, listen, I get it. Kelly's gorgeous, but like, interesting. Dude.
0: But interestingly enough, these two were paired off as in son-in-law. Okay.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kel- yeah, yeah. Kelly played Tracy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Oh my, goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's
0: so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Daughter comes in.
1: Guess. Thank you. I'm still in.
2: you? I'm still in cook it about. Dad, <laughs> you try.
0: I will try. Thank you, honey.
1: <laughs> thank you, babe. <laughs>
0: good. <laughs> yeah, try it. Good. No, no, it's too fast. Say good. Good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. We got a <laughs> Family okay. friendly episode. We got to wrap this thing up. We got to wrap All right. up part one. So yes,
1: cringy, and you're so um, incredibly right. These two were paired off yeah. together as a you know the rebellious couple in son-in-law. Yeah.
0: Well, this next day is important because. The gang kind of goes off and does their own separate things. Lisa goes out shopping. She's enjoying herself. She's loving life. Slater and Jesse take the principals, uh, the the principals association, out on a tour of the island. Yes, hula tours. Yes. It's going great until Jesse suggests a shortcut. Now, let me say so far, they've not fought. They've actually been no, with,
1: no. They're they're actually overtly sweet. They're like Pookie, and it's not and like, as fun. I'm like, and ah. everyone's like, this is the worst. I'm we, like, I, I liked them better Lisa, when they were fighting. Yeah, Lisa says that. I think I liked them better when they were fighting. Yeah, <laughs> and I do too because I can't do Pookie. But they're being like
0: syrupy sweet to each other. Uh, Jesse has a shortcut, and Slater takes this shortcut, Uh-oh. and the bus gets stuck. Right. And as I said, Lisa's out shopping. Zach is out on his lunch date with Andrea. Right. And we find out a little bit more about Andrea. And, her, and,
1: and her relationship with, um, with Derek.
0: The, well, we basically find that it, there, there's just, you know, it's basically just, it seems to be a relationship based on just, look, this guy's wealthy.
1: He's uh, nice to me. I mean, I guess, prov- I guess.
0: She sees him as someone that can provide a right. life.
1: Right. She says, he's just, he brings up being engaged and I change the subject. Yeah. so Like, it, she very obviously does not want to be paired with this guy forever. Right. But she does seem to be okay with being paired for him, paired with him in the meantime.
0: I guess, yeah.
1: For whatever reason.
0: Now, let's get on to the boat date.
1: I can't deal with this. Dashing. I hate it.
0: <laughs> daring lawyer, Brian Hansen. Yeah,
1: this is Mr. Hansen.
0: Yeah. He is with Kelly on the boat, on his boat. So he's doing really well for himself. Right. Um. And they sit down, and he, he's putting he's putting suntan lotion on Yeah, it. he literally he says,
1: says, can I put suntan well, he lotion says, on your he, sa-
0: he does open it with, you already have a great tan, Kelly.
1: Which, to me, was the worst already.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Nothing he can do works <laughs> for me. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Nothing about this it's be- guy. No,
0: it's because of your suspicion about him. Yes, because I am me, intuitive. Because for me, I'm like, no, wait, no, he's good. No, I know a <laughs>
1: cringe when I see one, man.
0: Okay, well.
1: I was like Ugh, the whole time.
0: Okay, well,
1: can I put some suntan lotion on your back? Well, get we gotta here. get.
0: We, 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 she already likes him. I know. There, she's alone with him on his boat. I
1: know. Miles but from shore. Still, choose the shark. The actual. Shark.
0: I, 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 she probably would have said no. if She wouldn't have wanted <laughs> the, the possibility of something like this happening. True. No, no, shoot, no.
1: That I will say that <laughs> Kelly was a hundred percent into it, but still,
0: and he. This is the interesting thing yeah, that this. Happens. Yeah, this is important, though. While Brian is, you know, putting the suntan lotion on her, and he, he says...
1: For 30 minutes.
0: Well, <laughs> he breaks it to Kelly that, hey, listen, I think it's great what you guys are doing for Harry. Yeah. And this is certainly going to help him in the short term. But in the long run, the Ro- Royal Pacific has more resources, more money, and they're not going to stop. In the long run, they're not going to quit. They're just going to, as he says, they're just going to, you know, tighten the screws on this thing.
1: Yeah. And he's not wrong.
0: And he says, and it's this is a pretty bold statement. He mm-hmm. basically says, maybe Harry should sell and move back to California, and he'll be closer to you, and, and you know, his family. And of course, Kelly's like, well, you know, I I didn't really think about it like that, you know. And he says, hey, look, he'll sell. He'll have money. He'll have money left over. He'll he pay clear
1: of his debts. Yeah.
0: It, oh, it's a it's a very and she
1: being an empath is thinking about his well being.
0: And now I'm like, and and again, this is Kelly. Right. This is Kelly. And it's not that Kelly's naive, but Kelly thinks with her heart she so much more than her head. Right. And that is what makes her. And, and again, Brian has been helping Harry for the past, I think, couple of years. Yeah. So she also sees that her granddad trusts him. Right. It is suspicious that he's saying, hey, just talk your granddad into selling me. Yeah.
1: He says, well, he might not listen to me. But right. he might listen. He to he you. might he yeah. might receive it more if it comes from you. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. you sleazeball!" Kelly
0: has always been the you most trusting snake, and is convinced. It seems she seems convinced that Brian might be right. You can tell it, it's. You can tell this has this has struck a chord with Kelly.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, and this is pretty much where we stop for the. Yeah, the, that first, the first commercial
1: break—it's that they're awkward, like hug on the boat.
0: Yeah, well, we get like a freeze frame and it says yeah. "to be continued." Now we've already gotten one "to be continued" earlier, but we passed through that true, because that true. was only after the first episode. Right? It was on when Zach and Andrea were in the elevator. Oh, right. So yes. then we get another freeze frame to be continued with uh, Brian Handsome holding Kelly, watching the sunset on his on the USS. Yes, Brian Handsome. Right. So and and that's where we're going to stop. Because we're going to open next week when we conclude, say, by the Hawaiian style. I mean, it's going to open right up well, with, a zinger. with a couple of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but but that's pretty much basically a good place to stop. Yeah. Because everything is set up, and then everything's going and to... And the
1: conflict, the, the true big conflict has been revealed...
0: Yes, and we're then th- and then it's all going to start happening. I mean, basically, you know, we've re- we've cre- we're reaching the crest now, yeah, and it's all going to start to happen pretty quickly uh, <laughs> in the second half. But this has been fun. Yeah, um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you guys enjoyed having our kids. Yes, come in. We uh, it,
1: it's been a it's been a helter skelter week. We have not had. Our wits about us, so our, our kiddos. We we're recording kind of later on in the evening, so our kiddos are just like, "Hey, we're we're yeah. we're gonna be here," and we're like, "You know what? Great."
0: Yeah, yeah so do you want to come in and say goodnight, night because we're wrapping it up. You ready? All right, come in. Good night, everyone.
2: Kessie, you want to say good night? Everybody,
0: good night. But it's not, we didn't. We didn't. Good night. we you, you guys are. It's all gonna be taken care of later. Kess says good night, everyone. All right, guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hanging with us for the first half, uh, part one of Saved by the Bell, Hawaiian style on the Tape Store podcast. Uh, Brooke, why yes. don't you tell them where they can find us?
1: All righty. If you are on Instagram, we are there by the name at the Tape Store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we're the Tape Store pod. And if you'd like to shoot us an email, we'd love to hear from you. We are the Tape Store podcast at gmail.com.
0: And we want to wish everyone a happy beginning of summer, no matter what you do. You know, school teachers get it off. I know that not everybody does. But whatever you're doing, wherever you are, uh, we hope that it's restful and wonderful. And that watching say by the Bell Hawaiian style and joining the conversation with the tape store makes you all the more excited. So if that is – wait, Yosi, you have something else. Go for it.
2: I, sing, I love you, Aunt Lex, because you always watch the podcast. Aww. thank
0: you! Shout out to Lex. Okay, we'll make sure we have her listen to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: speaking of which, though, thank you to all our listeners. Yes. Thank you for spending time with us. We appreciate you. Your time's valuable. It's limited. Any amount of time you spend with the Tape Store Podcast, just know you're appreciated. It wouldn't be anything without you guys. So, thank you so much, and we will see you next week, part two of Saved by the Bell Hawaiian Style. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. Saying aloha.
1: Aloha.